Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Monday, everybody. It is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Yes. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. Hey, before we uh, get to the big top news of the day, I would actually say some of the top news of the like whole last week is how much money our My Talkers have raised for the efforts that Alight is putting forward. Uh, for our global neighbors in Ukraine. This is unbelievable, Bradley. I know you over the weekend got a little emotional about this, as did I. Yeah, and I mean, more more than emotion, honestly, I'm just so proud of my talkers and their ability to pool resources when a need is identified. And you guys trust us that we're not going to put needs in front of you that, um, you know, are going to do anything other than serve the people we're asking you to help. And you know that in this moment, the people of Ukraine and those affected by the war in Ukraine are tremendously resource less and therefore when we decide, when we came forth that is my talk came forth with a partnership with the light to uh get as much support for those folks as possible you showed up and you showed up big time and you keep showing up in fact actually as i was looking at the figure it changed so we are presently at one hundred twenty eight thousand one hundred five dollars um we are continuing to accept donations i know we you know, we really rallied hard last week. We will continue to rally, um, but you you just keep doing what you're doing. It's amazing. It is nothing short of amazing. $128,105. Thank you to all of the My Talkers who have donated. It's it's just, I I, I have no words. Um, but I better find them yeah. because we so have we to three talk. Hours. For three hours. Uh, let's get to some of the news of the day, Bradley. Uh, big news. News of the for day. News of the day. Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson. Yeah, so here's the thing, you guys. Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson have made themselves Insta-official, and we know nothing's official until it's on Insta or whatever social media platform people are using these days, and that's just one of them, whatever. You know what I'm saying. Here's the story, though. This is the first time that these two have sort of said, look at us, we're here together as a couple, Without saying it, but we're still taking photos, so that's a thing. That's meaningful. Trust me when I tell you. Um, and I know you may wonder, well, why? Why do I care about these two being official? Well, look, we've had to put up with them acting like it and giving us hints constantly. So the fact that they are now official in a series of photographs posted on Kim Kardashian's Instagram, I think some people would call that a slideshow, uh, mm. the two are like all over each other. And so this is now the next step in their publationship. And just to remind the audience, a publationship is a relationship for publicity, as expressed by celebrities, in this case, two very 
if not most high profile uh, of the celebrity group of people. But you know what? What I found really interesting is everybody, you know, I think everybody was sort of like, oh, okay, well, you know, now they're on Instagram together. I guess it's real. But there was another piece of the pictures that was um, completely capturing people's attention. Are you talking about the carpet? I'm talking about the carpet, obviously. No, literally, are you? Because there was... I really am. She, that is Kim Kardashian, airbrushed out a pattern in the carpet because I guess she thought it clashed with the the look of Pete Davidson upside down looking at her in the face and her looking down at him. Like, we were all going to be distracted by the pattern on the carpet, so she just got rid of it and replaced it. Is that it. why? I was so curious about oh, why. Oh, I don't know why. I mean, that's why. Oh, okay. It's not I, like she came I'm out and was here like, for that. hey guys, I just wanted to tell you. People were like, um, do you notice something different about this carpet? Oh, look, the real carpet versus, which just is so Kardashian, right? She changed oh the gosh. carpet. Why wouldn't they be changing everything else in a photo? Because, of course, that's all they ever do. That's the thing that I thought, I mean, so here was my super spidey sense about that is that they know that their photoshopping gets attention and that is such an an, a dumb and obvious thing to photoshop i don't know maybe she didn't think that just simply putting up pictures of the two of them together would get tongues wagging enough i mean it's possible sure it's just i mean it is so mind-numbingly stupid what pray tell reason would anybody honestly have to photoshop carpet but she did and there they are and it's this weird artistic i don't know slideshow um you know to to me this again kim kardashian and pete davidson going official on insta most people are like yeah that's a yawn right but Mm -hmm. what i will say is i think it's serving to do two very important things for them one of them is it's so obvious and we're going to talk about it later in the show and that's that oh look right around the corner it's the new season of their new show Mm -hmm. and here we have this relationship finally going official Okay, so that's that obviousness, right? Mm-hmm. And then the other obviousness is perhaps it's taking some attention away from, oh, I don't know, look at this other fire that's, you know, oh. taking place in the middle of the lobby of whatever hotel they're in. So, as you are indicating, uh, Kanye West went on a, I don't know, lengthy uh, social media tirade video style over the weekend, we're, I mean, just a lot of talking, a lot of things he was saying, and none of it is particularly new or shocking or different. Um, but one of the things he did is he released a, a text chain between himself and Pete Davidson. And it's, I think that Kanye was trying to prove a point with it. I would say that both of them look bad, but Pete looks better. Okay, tell me uh, why. in this in this text exchange. Tell well, me like first you- of all, first of all, Pete starts out by just saying like, "Hey, can you calm down? It doesn't need to be like this. Kim's a great mom because of course he's taking her parenting to task." Um and he said what he, what she does for those kids is amazing and you are so bleeping lucky that she's your kid's mom. I've decided I'm not going to let you treat us this way anymore and I'm done being quiet. Grow the bleep up. 
And then Kanye starts to needle him. And he says, where are you right now? And this is where I thought, I don't know, Pete, this was maybe not your best move. He said, I'm in bed with your wife and posted a picture of himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what you're well, saying is they're, tr- were gonna... they're both being children? They're both trying to escalate. Yeah. So Kim likes argument. to be a mom, apparently. Right. She likes to In more mom. than just life. Mm-hmm. Or I should say in more than just family. She also likes being a mom to her relationships. Apparently. Because um, that's some childlike behavior is what I'm saying. Oh, yes. I, I feel that. Um, eagle-eyed viewers were able to point out that in this shirtless picture of Pete Davidson allegedly in bed with Kim Kardashian, on his right shoulder is her name tattooed, and it's fresh ink. So, yeah. Ooh. Um, Anyway, then a conversation blossoms between Kanye and Pete where they talk about rehab. Kanye says to Pete, good to see you're out of rehab. Then Pete goes into explaining to Kanye um, what kinds of good things rehab could do, maybe for a person like Kanye. And in that moment, it seems like Pete is trying to be a grown-up and reach out to him and basically just say, like, I struggle with mental health. It doesn't have to be this way. If you want to talk, we can talk. And it just devolves from there. Again, Pete looks better in it, but they both kind of look bad. Yeah, and in I mean, this text exchange, <clears throat> look better to whom? Right, like well, that's so, the thing. Like, I mean, to you and I, I mean, what do we care? Right, like the sad thing is, these this to me is if this is real, because first of all, I don't generally just assume whatever a celebrity puts out is real, and even if it is real, then I don't assume that like it was intentional or that we're seeing the inside you know what really happens and that's coming from a genuine place from both people like i think we show up to these things like with our own baggage like what if my friend did this and this is the text Mm -hmm. stream that they had with their new partner's ex right like we would judge it accordingly which is what we're doing right now but like this is kanye west kim kardashian and pete davidson a woman whose entire life is being filmed for the purpose of a new reality show, of which the latest uh, guest star is a guy named Pete Davidson, who, by the way, is finally, to think that she's trying to keep her life any more private is so ridiculous. He is featured in the trailer, which, remember, he wasn't going to be in this season. We'll get to all this later in the show. My point Mm -hmm. is, you have... People that are like their jobs as celebrity is to stage public, um, I don't know, shenanigans Dramas. for the purpose of, of, of attention. Drama. Yeah, whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it. That's what these people do. Do I think there's some a real story? Sure. But I'm kind of less concerned about it because like they're really wealthy, privileged people with resources. They'll figure it out for themselves. And if they don't, that's on them. But like, why are we what are we being asked to do right now? Like, are we supposed to look at Kanye as like the bad guy? He, you know, Pete shows up and he's like defending his lady. Like, what's that all about? That's well, the question. Yeah. Those are the questions that I walk away from. Like, how are and they I trying think- to get me to think? Yeah, and I think I mean I I I feel the same way. The the part where I get stuck and I need to stop getting stuck because I'm like living in a world where I'm trying to apply logic and that's probably my first mistake. 
But we don't know Kanye to play the game along with them. He usually is playing his own game. And he's the one that released this text chain. And that's the part where I get lost. Oh, I think um, he's playing a game. It's just a different game than what they're playing. It's just I a think different game. Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson are playing the Chris Jenner LLC game, which is we've got a show to you know to get uh, eyeballs on. If you guys are doing things, you know, like Pete Davidson poking Kanye West is probably not the worst thing if you know that Kanye West is probably going to do something about it, which then gets right. more attention. I mean, again, I don't know, but that's just from from the place that I sit. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, the cynical part of me would say, like, is Keith is why do I keep calling him Keith? Well, that Pete because they call him Skeet. Skeet, right? Uh, no, mm-hmm. I don't know, but. But maybe Pete is poking Kanye and getting a reaction that Kim could probably tell him he's going to get, right? Well, she yeah, you're know right, because nobody knows him like Kim does. And you're right. I mean, if she's in the mix, um, he's like putty in their hands. Oof. Well, and now Kim is yeah. calling out Kanye West directly on his Instagram account, but an hour ago. Oh, what did she say? Oh. So Kanye West, before we leave, he posted about three hours ago a photograph of Norse backpack, allegedly with three pins, Kim's face, an alien face, and Kanye's face. And he says, this was on my daughter's backpack when I was, quote, allowed to see her last week. This is why I got so hard for my family. I'm wired to protect my family at all costs. And then Kim replies... Please stop with this narrative. You were just here this morning picking up the kids for school. Oh. Yeah. I, again, I don't know what who what who what is real and whose motives are whose, right. but it is clear that someone wants us to see the drama and to react to the drama. That I that at the very least, which may seem like small potatoes in the real world, that is all I can honestly say for sure. Okay. I I have to give Panda um, a sleuthing badge from the Cobra Scouts of America because I missed this. She said, did you say Kanye released the text exchange? Because that's suspicious. The blue me texts are from Pete's side. Also, the contact at the top says yay too, which means that would be Pete yeah, texting See, I mean, to him. That, it, it, like, absolutely. I mean, I don't, again, I would not be surprised of anything at this point. You've got a show that literally the trailer just came out. And now the biggest drama. And by the way, guess what they're also talking about in that trailer? Kim and Kanye. Yeah, go figure. Look at that. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> We've been had again. I'm sorry. I I've mean, been I, had again. No, we have not been had. We, we, we are owning it. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, Holly Roberts is going to own all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Holly Roberts is here with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. What's up, Holly? Hey, hey guys. House. Awards were handed out over the weekend. Including, but not limited to, the BAFTA Awards over in the UK. That uh, was hosted by our very special friend, Rebel Wilson. She, and she, she like, she did some stuff. She said some things. She used a finger. She did. Mm-hmm. That one. Uh, what what did she say and what finger did she use? Was it a thumb? No. A thumb is not a finger, even though you think it is. I forgot we have had that agreement. Yes. Uh, I meant be- disagreement. <laughs> the best film at the BAFTAs went to The Power of the Dog. The outstanding British film of the year is Belfast. And uh, we also have Best Documentary, Summer of Soul and Kanto was the best animated film of the yes. year. Uh, we also have Best Director for The Power of the Dog. Licorice Pizza won Best Original Screenplay. And Adapted mm. Screenplay went to Coda. So look out for some of these winners. Also included Will Smith for King Richard. And uh, yeah, so those are just some of the winners at the BAFTA Awards over the weekend. The Critics' Choice kind of reflected the same thing over here on this side of the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, best uh, best movie went to Power of the Dog. So, woof. Put that on your list. <laughs> woof. <laughs> woof. Yes. I have a dumb question. Are My. these two awards always on the same weekend or this close in proximity? My tickler file, I want to say that the Critics' Choice Awards were rescheduled. They were supposed okay. to happen in February, but because, you know, pandemic, things, sure. uh, the kitchen had to be rearranged a little bit. I was going to say, I think it usually is earlier because I was surprised that we hadn't had these awards yet. But also, I did note, like, oh, same weekend. And you could tell because a, a lot of the British people, you know, were just in the UK accepting their award for the critics choice like the team at or the the cast of ted lasso for example they had to accept it from there because they were there for the baftas right yeah i just uh i I had never remembered it being so close in terms of timing and i wondered if maybe those two entities should have had a quick conversation and just like check each other's calendars (laughs) i'm just saying you think that people are polite in Hollywood, Colleen. That is very sweet. I know. I have the highest hopes. I have the highest hopes. Um, you know, a couple of notable obituaries from over the weekend. One, William Hurt, the Oscar winner for Kiss of the Spider Woman, passed away over the weekend at the age of 71 from prostate cancer. Uh, I don't know necessarily if he had been public with his health uh, situation, but yeah, he did win an Oscar in 1985. Uh, he also won Best Actor at the BAFTAs and the Cannes Film Festival for that movie. He was very prolific, I would say, in the 1980s. Children of a Lesser God, Broadcast News. And uh, he also made appearances in Marvel movies 
as well. Yeah. yeah, I mean, just another one of those people, I went back and was looking through his IMDb and just marveled at how much of the 80s he was sort of a part of the, those those. I wouldn't call them institutions or classic. I mean, many classics like the big chill and, but also like Gorky park and, and then some like great TV. I mean, he really just had a career all the way up until very recently, mm-hmm. which and, is no small thing in Hollywood. Mm-mm. Absolutely not. And also Tracy Braxton passed away from cancer at the age of 50 over the weekend. And uh, she did keep that uh, battle private. And Tony Braxton did pay tribute to her sister on Instagram, saying that Tracy was a bright light, a wonderful daughter, an amazing sister, a loving mother, wife, grandmother, and a respected performer. We will miss her dearly. Mm. Now, she was a star of Braxton Family Values. That began all the way back in 2011 on WeTV. You know what's so funny about it is all of the headlines referred to her as being a member of the cast of Braxton Family Values and didn't necessarily refer to her as, I mean, you'd have to read between the lines to know that that also meant that she was a member of the oh-so-very-talented Braxton family. But it's that was just interesting to me that that was what captured the headlines. Mm-hmm. Star of Braxton Family Values. Right, right. It just shows how prolific that show was. It's been yeah. it was on since 2011. Yeah. And finally, let's talk about, well, you know what? We don't have time to talk about anything else because we got to pay the bills. Yes. Yay! Thanks, Hal. We're not going to talk about anything else right now, but don't worry. Because when we come back, we're going to talk about some pop culture mysteries that we're going to solve. Holly's going to bring us these pop culture mysteries in the form of blind items, and we'll solve them after this on My Talk 1071. Some fun. My Talk 1071. Hey, My Talkers, I'm here. Some pop culture mysteries to solve on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And uh, we do that in the form of blind items. Holly brings them to us. We try to solve them in a little segment we call Blinded by the Item. Item. of fresh celebrity gossip mysteries for Colleen and Bradley to solve. Uh, This one's actually a confirmed blind item that was first published. Bring out the big guns. Yeah, it was published 10 days ago. Let's get at it. In a crazy 180, this former A-plus list singer, solo and in a group turned judge, wants to start a gospel career because she thinks there's a lot of money in it. I, I don't know if I saw this one, because maybe that was the day you were gone, Holly, or if we actually talked about this one. Nicole Scherzinger? No, but I think... Oh, gosh, now I can't remember who they were suggesting. Obviously, I didn't think it was that exciting, because I don't think I selected that one. So, if I were to guess... Victoria Beckham. A plus list. Former A plus list. Former A plus list. Oh, mm. oh. We did do this mm. one, didn't we? No. Beyonce? Uh, oh, not Beyonce. Not Beyonce. No, because somebody turned judge. Group singer, a former A plus list turned judge. But in a group um, and solo career. Was she A-plus list in both her solo and group career? 
Yes. Oh, Gwen Stefani. Yes. Ding, ding. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. So in a crazy 180, Gwen Stefani, she wants to start a gospel career because oh, okay. she thinks there's a lot of money in it. Is there? I mean, like, I think you'd want to do gospel music because I don't know. Maybe you felt moved. You feel the gospel music? I don't understand where she's getting these numbers um, about because haven't other artists tried to go that route and maybe not it hasn't been as lucrative i just feel like you do that because you have a joy for doing it i don't feel like you do it because you think there's more money in it like Mm -hmm. of all the things that there is quote more money in i also would just like to remind you that the last time i saw her come to this town in concert they were offering uh buy one get one through the groupon oh yeah Mm -hmm. so I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, who's, maybe it's time for a change, as the Brady Bunch would say. Yeah, well, when it's time to change, it's time to change. Blinded by the idol. Another celebrity gossip mystery. Please solve this, Colleen and Bradley. This one named singer slash actress is all set to give an interview describing how the illiterate reality star stole from the singer slash actress's family. Mm. Okay, one name, singer slash actress. One name, singer slash actress. So somebody stole from her family. Yes. The reality star person says this singer stole, or the singer says the reality stole. Singer singer says the reality star show stole. Correct. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is the reality star like a Kardashian? Probably not. They don't steal. Oh. Whoa. Oh. Okay, the one name singer slash actress Uh is named Sia Brandy. (laughs) Oh, Brandy! There you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which Kardashian is Kim? Because Kim was doing it with her brother, and they did the tape together. Yeah, we'll fill in the blank, and then we'll get to the bottom of it because this story has been around for a long. Time. Now, Brandy apparently is all set to give an interview describing how Kim Kardashian stole from Brandy's family. Headline from 2008. Brandy's mom says Kim Kardashian abused my credit card. Brandy's mother alleging Kim Kardashian and her siblings spent $120,000 without her permission. This was a lawsuit that was filed back in 2008 against Kim Kardashian. The suit also named Chloe, Courtney, and Robert Jr., otherwise known as Rob, and alleging that they ran up charges on this credit card in 2006 and 2007. Now, in the suit, it sought to return the money plus 10% interest. So this is like, why have we never talked about this before? This is so crazy. I like it. Because this is what <laughs> happens in the Kardashian-Jenner space-time continuum. If mm-hmm. they don't want you to remember all the shenanigans and weird financial things and wicks of wisdom and prepaid <laughs> credit card scams mm-hmm. and all these other things that litter their past. Litter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just keep pushing stuff out. Yeah. Like leaked texts, sex tapes. Mm. Do not cross cetera. these people. I'm telling you. Well, one to thee. Mm. <laughs> okay. But we'll still be a 
over here talking about yeah. them. Duh. Yeah, of course. That's they fine. don't listen to us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they should. Well, should no. They? Should they? Yeah. I don't need that drama in my life. Thank you. You're right, Bradley. Let's just solve celebrity gossip mysteries like this one that is now being confirmed for us. Now, anti lawyer. Anti lawyer says that he's not a fan of the illiterate one, but filing a meritless lawsuit against her just to pitch a reality show just makes her look like a victim, which she is not. Okay, he's not a fan of the illiterate one. Yeah. But filing a lawsuit against her just to, to pitch for why? To pitch a reality show. Oh. It's just not good. It, oh, is this related to the last one? No. No. Okay. I thought that would be interesting. Mm-mm. This was a story from a couple of weeks ago. <sighs> who's this? Uh, what's the? Who's the? Who's the? What's it? <laughs> uh, illiterate one. Yes. We don't know anything about the literate one other than it's a, an illiterate person. Uh, well, is yeah, it one of the fam- Kardashians though? No, no. no. Uh, okay. okay. Has this illiterate one been in a reality show before? No. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. Oh. Is she friends with Oprah? Meghan Markle? (gasps) Wait, who is... The sister, I'm assuming? Oh, Samantha? Yeah. Oh, I read a whole thing in BuzzFeed about that woman. (laughs) She has been. Mm. Yeah. So that's what mm. NC Lawyer is saying. Don't file Samantha Markle, half sister of Meghan Markle, filing a meritless lawsuit against her just to pitch a reality show. That's what that nonsense was a couple of weeks ago with the headline that Samantha Markle suing Meghan Markle, claiming that she lied to Oprah about her story. Yeah, and then I I saw last week, I feel like it was last week, maybe it was even this weekend, where her dad was like, yeah, I'll totally participate in that. Shocker! Mm -mm. Because he's a hot mess, too. Mm -hmm. Just when you think you thought that these people would just, you know, go and live their lives. Oh, sure. Yeah, that's not happening. (laughs) They desperately need and want attention. Oh. Mm -mm. Don't fall Let's for it. Let's give somebody else attention. Blinded by the item. Friends don't let friends fall for meritless celebrity gossip attention-seeking behavior. But we're going to solve celebrity gossip mysteries here nonetheless. Let's do this. This foreign-born A-list singer who looks like they won't ever sing again had an assistant feeding them so they wouldn't get their hands dirty or disturbed makeup. Wait, what, what? Wait, wait. Looks like they'll never sing again. Yeah. Had an assistant feeding them food so they wouldn't get <laughs> their hands dirty or disturb makeup. Is this like Adele. Liza? <laughs> Adele. Um, <laughs> so it's not Liza? Okay. It's not Liza either. Mm. Not, not Adele, Liza no. or Adele. Is it... They're never going to sing again. They're never gonna sing again. Why are they never gonna sing again? Are they dying? Or no, they're just not... no. Uh, rumor has it that they did some irreversible damage to their vocal cords. <gasps> oh, Rihanna. 
Oh, yeah. that's a bummer. You know, you don't want to get your hands dirty or mess up your makeup. So what anti lawyer saying is that Rihanna? Well, she has that just, baby bump. Yeah, it's hard to move right, when you got a baby. Oh. And you got to feed the baby, so you got to eat. Yeah, that is true. That's how that works. Biology. You know. <laughs> so anyways, that's what's happening with Rihanna. She didn't want to mess up her makeup. So it's just so she like, had somebody feed her. Boop, there you go. Do you have a little quickie or or we are or do we not have time? We are out of time. Darn it. Okay. I just I wish we could do blind items forever, but we can't. Holly, thank you for your bang up job with the ones you brought today. Thanks, Halls. Uh we'll do it again tomorrow. In the meantime, in between time when we I'm Bradley Trainer. And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. We come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. Do you remember the original serial podcast oh, about yeah. the murder of Heyman Lee? Well, there is an update on that case all the way in 2022 that case from 1999 there is a new update i'm going to tell you what it is when we come back on the colleen and bradley show on my talk 1071 thank you holly this is the colleen and bradley show on my talk 1071 i'm colleen lindstrom that's bradley trainer and i just want to uh kind of repeat the uh gratitude holly that you just shared and uh, Bradley I know you did as well in a spot recently $128,355 yes! it's such a huge amazing deal this is um all to uh all with our partnership with Alight who's busy doing the doable with the funds that you all have donated um to uh help directly with uh, the people who have been displaced uh because of the war in Ukraine so this is just absolutely amazing and you all did it and keep doing it and we just want to say thank you um okay so bradley do you remember when we were all kind of together listening to the serial uh podcast about Heyman lee the murder that occurred in 1999 mm-hmm. yeah of um, course this was Adnan like a, one of the first sort of breakout narrative podcasts it wasn't. It was one. It was. It was a moment where everybody was not everybody, but you know, a, a big group of people were listening to this and talking about it from week to week. And Holly, I don't know if you ever listened to the Serial podcast, or at least that this was the first edition of the Serial podcast. I did not. Did you hear this one? You did not. No. Okay. So, well, it it all centered around the murder of eighteen year old Heyman Lee. And the investigation that unfolded afterwards that ended with the arrest of Adnan Saeed and and he was convicted of first degree murder and he was sentenced to life in prison and he himself was a teen. Well, the, the podcast centered around sort of all of the things that went wrong in that investigation. And uh, it, it kind of moved toward, uh, a case of his innocence. Well, there's 
he's still in jail and there is and he still has a legal team working on his case and they have had a huge win as of last thursday um his legal team filed a joint motion with the baltimore city state's attorney and they've requested that the court um order modern dna testing on Heyman lee's clothing and her shoes and the rape kit um and these are items that have never been tested for dna so when you consider that modern DNA uh, can possibly eliminate or introduce another suspect into this case, it's it's amazing. I mean, this could be a huge deal. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's and I just wanted to give an update because I know so many people were so... Um, and there was a time when this was, we talked about this every single day. Oh, yeah. The I mean, it, like I said, it was podcast. a breakout serial, uh, or serial was a breakout narrative podcast. It was one of the first sort of podcasts that broke through and got sort of mainstream attention because of its sort of true crime aspect. Have they, has serial talked about following up on this at all? I know that they you know, continued to do further seasons. Um, and I think there might have been an episode or two that deals with this particular uh, season. But uh, did they say anything about revisiting the case? I don't, you know, I don't know yet um, whether or not they are going to go forward with anything, but they did do a second season about it that I don't think was as popular. And I want to say that there was also a TV version of it, of the of the podcast. Um, that was, it was interesting, but nothing really ever reached the level that the original serial podcast did um but i do know that they keep they have kept up with um what has gone on in that case and uh specifically adnan saeed's friend um rabia chowdhury who's a lawyer herself who has has she has done a lot of deep dives into all the things that went wrong with that case i know for a time she had a podcast etc um and so I'll be paying attention to see what she has to say about this, because this is just a huge win. It's a big deal. And I remember when I was listening to the Serial podcast thinking, has anybody done any DNA testing on any of the major pieces yeah, that were involved so long since in her I murder? To that. And in fact, I remember hearing about this story even before the podcast. It was a topic of, um, I don't remember exactly which radio program highlighted this case but so that came a couple years later but then um and to your point it was a there's an hbo documentary which i never watched that was from like 2019 um called the case against adnan sayed yeah so i i i don't know if there's anything further in that from the original you know from the original podcast but i mean this would be huge obviously for adnan oh no kidding i mean again this is a this is a a young man who's serving a life sentence in prison for the murder of his, at the time, I believe they were ex, it was his ex-girlfriend. Um, but he has been in jail, in prison, since he was a teenager. And that was in 1999, was when the murder took place. So in early 2000s. So this is, he is in his 40s now. Uh, and has not lived in freedom and has always maintained his innocence in the case. Um, this would be huge if it could move toward um, 
you know, proving his innocence, oh, which sure. they have super... struggled to do for all of this time. I also just think it's so interesting, but also amazing that there is a team, a legal team that is still constantly working on this 20 plus year old case. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, if you believe that you're innocent, I would imagine you're never going to stop, right? Well, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but it just is, it's stunning to me that they're still looking for ways to show that this young man who's not a young man anymore um was innocent yeah uh and to find out who really did murder yeah her. because i mean it stands to reason if he didn't do it then somebody did and that person is still out there absolutely although if i remember absolutely. correctly i don't know I, it might be good to go back and listen to that story again because i've forgotten so much yeah, there was, he did have a friend, Jay. Mm-hmm. So when you listen to the Serial Podcast, you you hear you hear stories of people that you, as a common lay person, will start to view as other suspects. And you'll hear about how they tried to clear their own names. Um, but that's the curiosity I have is, you know, if there is DNA evidence and we have the technology to identify that DNA now, what that might mean for somebody who's potentially guilty, who's free. Yeah. And also for Adnan Syed, who's been doing time for this for so long. Anyway, I just thought that was a huge win. And it sort of was a headline that kind of skated through. And I thought, this is a big deal. We should really actually put some attention toward it. Oh, for sure. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, what's with the cities not shoveling sidewalks? What's the deal with that? Uh, Bradley's got some questions about it. We'll talk about it when we come back right here on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071.